Hey, 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 everybody. We are back for the third podcast this month about questions from the audience. I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to questions from the audience because they're very helpful and insightful, as most of you may have similar questions. So if you ever think of any questions that you'd like me to cover on the podcast, send us an email at support at melissmarketing.com and hopefully we'll get your questions up here in the podcast. Today I'm going to cover three more questions, so stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast and now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right, the first question today is, what is the fastest way to get clients organically? What a great question, and I'm sure everybody wants to know. (laughs) The fastest way to get clients organically is to be visible online, to be consistent, and to start conversations with people. That is the fastest way, the quickest way to cash, and that's what I teach, the quickest way to cash. I want you to think about that because once you have cash flow in your business, you are able to use it and leverage it for more growth in investing back into the business, whether that's delegation, growing your team, hiring a coach or a mentor, software programs, anything like that. So you definitely need money in the door so that you can use it strategically. And there's no reason that you need to be stuck. Or if you think of it as wearing the training wheels on your bike for two years or even for a year or even for five years. I mean, I have clients who have been in the business for five years and still don't have a consistent lead flow. And that is the most detrimental thing in your business is not having consistent flow of leads because then you're stuck in that feast and famine cycle. It's like, yay, I have clients. Oh shit, now I don't. Yay, I have a client. Oh now, what am I going to do? And that's not how a business runs smoothly. That's how a business runs that gives you anxiety. <laughs> and there's there's no settling feeling there. How good would it feel to just feel like, huh, I'm good. I'm just doing my stuff. My clients are coming. I'm doing more stuff. More clients are coming. And then you have these processes in place, these systems in place, and it's always like a surefire thing. Like when you do A, B, C, D, and E, you're going to get F, G, H, I, and J, right, every single time. And if you don't find what A, B, and C, and D are, then you need to set up and implement something that works for you so that you have a daily, consistent, intentional time to bring leads in the door. And that way you get the results that you want. So the fastest way to get clients organically, the fastest way to cash, is to make sure that you have a package that makes sense for your target market and you know exactly what is in your package. And you can relate that to your ideal target market in the way they need to hear about it. It's all about the messaging. The truth is that if your marketing doesn't work, 90% of the time it's because of your messaging. It's about you not getting your idea across clearly in a way that your target market needs to hear it. You're not letting people see what it is you do for them. You need to understand what it is you do for them and then you're touching on those pain points so that you are the solution and you always need to understand that these people need your service and they're going to tell you their issues or they're going to tell you their problems or what they're struggling with or, or what their frustrations are in a certain way in the language they're using. And what is that wording that they're using? What are the words that they're using? Those key words. And I want you to pull them out and then reuse them in your marketing. So for example, someone asked this question, what is the fastest way to get clients organically? Now I know my audience wants to know that. So I need to put things out into my audience's viewpoint that answers that question. For example, this podcast. 
Now I might make a content piece about it. Now I might write a blog about it. This is what my audience is telling me and these are the, these are the words that they're using. So listen to the words that your audience is using and then regurgitate them. Put them back out verbatim because those are the language words that they are going to connect with. And those are the words that you need to be using in your marketing. So when you're going live or when you're writing content or when you're writing emails or when you're doing a podcast or when you're doing anything, anything that makes you visible, that's the language that you want to use. A great example is I use the word leads a lot. We're going to get a flowing stream of leads, right? Let's get some leads in the door. Let's get some leads to, to recognize you and see that you exist. And that's a marketing term. So when I'm talking to someone who has never experienced me before, who has never taken a program with me, has never done a challenge with me, has never heard me on a webinar, has never read my social media posts, they literally have no idea who I am. I don't normally use the word lead because someone who comes here and says, hey, Melissa, I'm looking for leads. No, no one comes here and says, I want leads. Help me get leads. What they say is, I want clients. Where are my clients? That's mm-hmm. what I need help with. And that's why your question, it said, what's the fastest way to get clients? That's why I'm answering about clients, not leads. So when I'm marketing myself, I say, I help you fill your one-on-one calendars and get clients. So I'm using that language that my audience is using. So that's what you need to do to connect with them. So hopefully that helped. All right. So the next question is, should I change my personal page into my business page? Okay, no, you shouldn't. (laughs) You should have a business page. You should have a personal page. And if you're brave and ready to devote time, you should have a Facebook group as well. All three of these things, all these different places do different things. Actually, I talk about this a lot in my Complete Content Strategy Toolkit. So let's talk about it. Your business page is your business It's for your virtual business card, if you will. It's telling people, hello, I'm open for business. Here's what I do. Here are the hours that we're open. Here's the information that we cover. Here are other ways to get in touch. Here are some blogs that I've written so that you get more information. And and we are a business. And here is social proof. And and that is your business page. Now, a business page is a must if you ever want to run a Facebook ad. And you can't run Facebook ads without a business page. Yes, you should have a business page. You should be posting on it frequently, blah, 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 blah. However, people will not see your posts on your business page if you do not put ad spend budget behind every single post. You can go look at Melissa Marketing's business page right now, facebook.com slash Marketing. I have almost 9,000 followers there and I don't actually spend a lot of time trying to get new followers. And you, you will see that on my post, we may have one to five people that like the posts. Why? Because I don't put ad spend budget behind it. Unless I'm doing a launch or something like that. And then I'll be very strategic which posts I put money behind. So you should have it because if someone is searching for you, it's like, are you open for business, right? We need to see that you actually are an alive, open business, not a dead business who hasn't posted in, in eight months, right? So you need to be consistent. You need to post so that when people go there, there is like a trail of of life. And you need to have a business page to say, hey, I'm alive, I'm okay, you know, the business is open. Now, if you have a personal page, yes, it's personal and it should be used for personal stuff. Facebook actually says you don't want to run your Facebook personal page as a business, but there is a caveat to that. There is a loophole and that is that posting on your personal page is free and your stuff gets out to people's news feeds. So people see it without you spending money. 
Now, you don't want your Facebook account shut down and obviously you don't want to go to Facebook jail. You don't want to break any Facebook rules. You don't want your Facebook page to get shut down. So I wouldn't share any branded images. You don't want to say, hey, buy my things and annoy everybody. That's not how we do sales. That's not how we do marketing. That's not what sales are. It's not getting into everyone's face and hoping someone says yes. You want to run your personal page. And actually, I speak a lot about this in my toolkit where I talk about how you can bring your business into your personal posts. And if you follow me on Facebook, on my personal page, and hopefully you guys do, and if not, request my friendship. I'd love to become your friends. And I'd love to know a little bit more about you. But you will see that on my content, it is always about business and always about my personal life, and I tie them in together. So when you look through, you'll see I'm talking about things that have happened in my life, and I'm bringing in business to talk about that too because my business is part of my personal life. I'm building a personal brand. So should you make your personal page your business page? No. But should you post good content in both places? Yes. And when you are ready to start running Facebook ads, you will want to be able to target people. And that takes time to build up. So when you're ready to turn on Facebook ads and you have nobody there, you're going to have nobody there. But if you do have a business page now, even if you aren't ready to run Facebook ads two years from now, two years from now when you're ready to run Facebook ads, you are going to have two years worth of people there. And you definitely want a business page. And if you're trying to get clients, they're like, oh, what's your website? What's your business page? So you want to be able to show up and be like, hey, I have it. Here it is. There you go. And then a lot of people will know about you. Um, You don't even need a website these days. A lot of my clients come to me with no website and have a Facebook business page. So just get active on social media and be consistent with it. I'm sure that you've been told over and over and over again that creating content is an essential part of your marketing plan. But if you're like most business owners, you might be stuck in analysis paralysis trying to figure out what, where, and how to post. Or maybe you've been creating content like crazy, but you just aren't seeing the results you've been promised. I promise you, you're not alone. That's why I created my Complete Content Strategy Toolkit, a comprehensive digital toolkit to efficiently and consistently create meaningful content that converts. My toolkit is packed with over $3,000 worth of tools, and the best part, I'm offering it all for the price of one dinner. Go check it out now at AbundantStrategy.com. Okay, and the last question is, how do I launch a digital product without an audience? Oh man, you're not going to like the answer to this, but the answer is you don't. You don't, you don't, you don't. Let me tell you about the stages of the business. Okay, this is how I believe. There are three stages of business. And this is how I operate and this is how I teach my clients. There are three stages of business. The first stage of business is stage one. This is when you're trying to fill your one-on-one clients. You want to have one-on-one clients so that you are booking those out. Now, once you have filled those out and you are ready to scale, that means let's say you have 15 clients in a week, so you are serving three clients a day every day, Monday through Friday, that's 15 clients, and you don't have any more time in your day to take on any more clients. But if you want to scale your business and make more income, what do you do? How do you make more time? What you do is you group people into groups and you start offering group programs. So group programs are stage two of your business. Now, for some industries, this does not work as well. This is not cookie cutter. But for other industries, you can go straight to groups. For other industries, you might have to do a hybrid of groups and one-on-one. But there are ways that you can do group programs. 
And that is stage two of your business, group programs. So let's say you have three group programs with five people each. You are still serving 15 people a week, but instead of serving them individually where you're serving 15 people and it takes 15 hours, you are now serving them in groups of five, three groups will take three hours of your week to serve 15 people. So these numbers are just an example, but now you have group programs and that's stage two. Stage three is when you take that money that you make from your group program and you reinvest it back into your business by turning on some Facebook ads. Now you are reaching a cold market. These are people that don't know you. You don't know them. They come in from Facebook ads. That is stage three of your business, Facebook ads. And why do we do it this way? Because if you launch a digital program without an audience, you will spend so much hard working labor, hours, sleepless nights, blood, sweat, and tears, money on software, money on outsourcing things, learning all the things, everything up front that you need to do to launch, and you won't have an audience to launch to, then it will all go to waste because it's just sitting there. And I've done several launches. Um, in the last five years, we've done hundreds of launches. And for a simple, basic launch, there are about 875 components. So you're going to work on 875 little digital things that turn into massive things. Some of those things are massive and have no one to sell to. What a waste of your time and effort, right? Like so many of my clients have come to me with a massive course build out and they have nobody to sell to. They have zero people in it and they come to me, how do I sell this? And it takes forever to create. I know this. I have digital products. I have launches all the time. It takes a long time to create. They take a long time. And you have to figure out what are you going to cover in the digital product. You have to make it look really pretty, aesthetically pleasing, or people aren't going to want to buy it. And you have to have good sound quality, good lighting, good video quality. I mean, that's just inside the course itself, right? That digital product. Now you have to come up with the technology to run the Facebook ads. You have to get them into your email software, you have to have a funnel in your software, you need to use Zapier usually as a third party integration. So there are many things you have to do. It's a lot of time, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of effort, it's a lot of energy, and then that's before you even test out the product. Now when we go through these three stages, you are testing your products with the one-on-ones. Then you're turning that into groups and you are testing that. You're getting feedback. You're improving on the things that you have. You're getting better at it. Now you have social proof. Now you have people who've been through your program and they say, wow, this is amazing. And you can use that to leverage your Facebook ads to get more people in the door for digital products so that people can actually show up and do it. Digital products are amazing. They're an amazing part for your business. And I do recommend that you have them but you do have to have an audience first and you need to build that audience up organically first. But if you said like, Melissa, this is total BS and I don't care, I just want a digital product now and I don't have an audience, this is what I'll tell you. You can do it. You can skip over stage one and you can skip over stage two and you can go right on over to stage three, which are your Facebook ads. But I wanna give you realistic expectations here. They are not cheap. Facebook ads to work in a really good and strategic way you're going to need a minimum of $3,000 to $5,000 every single month to run it. And if you have that much money, do it. Go for it. Go ahead and you have my blessing and I can even help you with that. But you don't need an audience for that because you'll get them through your Facebook ads. But for most of you, if you don't have an audience, what that tells me is that you don't have clients consistent flow of clients. And what that tells me then is that you don't have the money 
that came in through your business to reinvest that money back into Facebook ads. So it's a whole other topic why Facebook ads don't work if you don't spend that much money. But just quickly, because you have to split test everything. Split test everything is testing one variable at a time. So you're testing every single variable and it costs money for every single test. So if you only put $250 into your ad spend budget, you're going to be able to test one thing and you're not really gonna have enough people that come through to test it efficiently And then you're going to have to inch yourself forward, little tiny baby steps. You're not going to be able to make money yourself or any money at all, really. It's going to take six, eight, ten months on a $250 budget a month to maybe get the answers to one or two variables. Whereas if you have $5,000 a month that you can put into the machine, then you're going to be able to test, let's say, 50 variables very quickly and then go, okay, this is working, great. This isn't working, shut it off. And then the next month, you've started to make some of your money back. So hopefully that answers your question there. Stage three of your business is Facebook ads, and that's how you're going to reach a cold market so that you can sell your digital product without an audience. But other than that, if you don't have that much money to put into your Facebook ads, you need to go through the stages of business without putting the cart before the horse. You want to make sure that you are doing things in the right order, what step comes next. And there's a reason why there's an order for this. So you start with building out your audience organically, and eventually you can move into paid advertising. All right, I hope this helps. I hope you enjoyed listening to the questions from the community, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmeliss.com. Hey, coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.